I'm Pastor John Peterson. I'm Pastor Luke Ulrich. And I'm Vicar Jacob Kempfert. The Mount Olive Mankato podcast is your weekly message of peace with God through Jesus Christ. We welcome you to join us on Sundays in Mankato to experience the friendship of our congregation and Christ's love. For service times or to learn more about Mount Olive, visit us at mountolivelutheran.org. That's mtolivelutheran.org. And now it's time for your weekly message of peace with God through Jesus Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace are yours from God the Father and from the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The Word of God, which we will consider today for this, the third Sunday after Trinity, is recorded in St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 15, reading verses 1 through 10, as follows in Jesus' name. All the tax collectors and sinners were coming to Jesus to hear him, but the Pharisees and the experts in the law were complaining. This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. He told them this parable. Which one of you, if you had 100 sheep and lost one of them, would not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one that was lost until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls together his friends and his neighbors, telling them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous people who do not need to repent. Or what woman who has ten silver coins If she loses one coin, would not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it. And when she finds it, she calls together her friends and neighbors and says, Rejoice with me, because I have found the lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. These are the words. Heavenly Father, sanctify us by the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, dear fellow redeemed, here in our text, our Lord Jesus tells us about the great joy that is caused among the angels. Here we on earth might have some difficulty identifying just one thing in in particular that would cause the angels to rejoice. After all, the angels dwell in the direct presence of God in heaven. What troubles would they ever face? What could make them afraid? What could cause them sorrow? In describing heaven, the psalm writer praised God. He said, in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Those who are in heaven lack nothing, and they are troubled by nothing. So it might surprise us to learn that what makes the angels in heaven especially happy is something that happens here on earth among human beings. 
Jesus declares, I tell you there is joy in the presence of the angels over one sinner who repents. So our theme today is joy among the angels. And as we consider that theme, we say that the angels rejoice because the Lord goes looking for those who are lost and that the angels rejoice because the Lord finds those who are lost. St. Luke begins, all the tax collectors and sinners were coming to Jesus to hear him But the Pharisees and the experts in the law were complaining. This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Those who were complaining against Jesus like to depend on and boast about their own moral goodness before God and before others. So they were surprised and offended to see that the Lord would stoop to the level of socializing and even eating with people who were known for their immoral lifestyles. In answering their objections, Jesus here speaks two parables which reveal the deep joy found in heaven because of this, that the Lord actually goes searching for the lost ones. Which one of you, if you had 100 sheep and lost one of them, would not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one that was lost until he finds it? Every last human soul is something very precious to the Lord. He himself is that shepherd who leaves the 99 to themselves in pasture to go out looking for the one sheep that has wandered away and is lost. Other shepherds might be inclined to let it go. After all, there are still 99 left in the flock. Some attrition is to be expected. Surely the owner of the flock must have planned on losing at least a few of them. So what's one sheep? But Jesus Christ is a different sort of shepherd. He is not willing that even one single sheep should be lost. To find it, in fact, he's willing to put himself in the sheep's place. He's willing to venture where the sheep might have gone. He must be willing to walk in areas he'd rather not walk in. He must be willing to face serious personal danger as he conducts his search for the one sheep that is missing. The shepherd searching for a single sheep who is in trouble. This is really an accurate and a beautiful picture of our Lord Jesus. To find us, he became one of us. The shepherd became a sheep. He became a lamb that was sent by God. He was willing to leave his place in heaven and come here to earth, born as a poor human baby in a place reserved for animals. He came and followed us deep into the misery of our sin. That's why he lived here, not as a rich king or as a powerful dictator, but as a poor and humble servant. Isaiah said of him, he was a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. That's the reason he endured all the temptations Satan could hurl at him. That's why he faced the perils of living day in and day out in this hostile world. 
That's the purpose of his going to the cross, to be slaughtered upon it as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Now, in the other parable, Jesus speaks about a woman who is looking for a lost coin. He says, or what woman who has ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, would not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? Again, in this description of the woman's careful and painstaking search, Jesus is presenting to us the value of a single soul and his willingness to do whatever is necessary to recover it. Now, surely, again, someone might say, well, it's just one coin. There are probably more where that came from. In fact, easy come, easy go. But not this woman. She will turn her house upside down before she'll concede the loss of just one out of her ten coins. The Christian church here on earth is made up of lost sinners who've been found by Jesus. The Christian church on earth is often in the Bible referred to as the bride of Christ. The bride and her husband are one in spirit and one in their purpose. What the divine bridegroom wants, the bride wants. Here we see the task assigned then to the church on earth. It is to go with her loving husband in search of the lost ones. The woman of the Lord's parable lights a lamp in order to illuminate all the dark corners and the crevices where the coin may have fallen. That light, which the church uses to go looking and finding the lost, is the word of God. The psalmist said, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And so Jesus told his followers, you are the light of the world. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father who is in heaven. The woman sweeps her whole house. She leaves nothing unturned in her search for the missing coin. Jesus tells the church, go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation." In seeking the lost, the church shines the harsh light of the law of God upon sinners, thereby exposing transgressions and alarming unbelievers with the knowledge of their lost condition. Then the church must come with the soothing, soft light of the gospel, telling of God's forgiveness for every sinner through the shed blood of his own eternal son. So this is the loving work. This is the good news which causes deep, profound joy among the angels of God in heaven. They're overjoyed that the Lord goes looking for the lost. And this also causes joy that the Lord finds the lost. The angels are made happy by Jesus, the good shepherd who retrieves the straying and vulnerable sheep which has wandered away from the safety of the flock. And when he finds it, Jesus says, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. It's a happy day for the sheep. 
It was caught in a deadly, dangerous situation. Out in the open, all by itself, the sheep was easy prey for the mountain lions and the wolves, the coyotes and the bears. The sheep might have fallen into a canyon or cut itself upon some jagged rocks. But now it's safe. It's resting on the shoulders of its shepherd. It's a happy day for the shepherd. He knows that the poor sheep is exhausted, that it's hurting from its foolish wandering. He doesn't treat it harshly. He doesn't give it a beating to teach it a good lesson. He doesn't want the sheep to run away ever again. He rejoices. In fact, he invites his friends to a celebration. Rejoice with me, he says. I have found my lost sheep. Just like people who live right at the epicenter of a battlefield, you and I walk in danger all the way. We walk in danger every day, left to ourselves, left to our own strength and our own wisdom. We would be lost sheep, easy prey for Satan, who like a lion seeks whom he may devour. We're in danger of getting lost in the confusing maze here in this world, lured always by its treasures, its pleasures, its empty, shallow philosophies. Here we're exposed and vulnerable to spiritual injury. Jesus is our shepherd who found us bleeding, morally wounded, tired out. He picks us up carries us. He gently gathers those who are worn out by their attempt to satisfy God's law, their weary struggle to somehow overcome their own sins and save themselves from them. Jesus invites each of us, come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. He is the shepherd who is willing to die for us sheep to take away our sins and the just punishment they deserve. He tenderly calls us to believe in him and thus to enjoy the comfort and the security that he can provide as he gives us his forgiveness. The angels in heaven have joy knowing that the Lord finds those who are lost His church on earth is like the woman who found her missing coin. Money is valuable. We have to work hard for it. We have to protect it. But if the money is lost, its value is lost. No one ever saved and no one ever spent a penny of lost money. That is why when the woman of the parable found her lost coin, and all ten were back in her possession, she threw a party. She told her friends and neighbors, rejoice with me. Separated from Jesus Christ and his fellowship, cut off from his word, we would lose our value. Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. You know, at certain times in history, in certain places in the world, salt has been considered such a valuable commodity that it's actually been used as currency, as today we more commonly use coins and bills. 
In his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said that believers in him are the salt of the earth. Salt that retains its saltiness is valuable, Jesus said. But if it loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything, he says, except to be thrown out and trampled by men. But when a lost sinner is found and is brought into Christ's loving hands and arms, that person becomes again a precious jewel, a valuable coin, an immortal diamond worthy of heaven. This is cause for joy among the angels, that you and I each day repent of our sins, that is owning them as belonging to us, acknowledging our wrong, that we confess our sins to the Lord in prayer, to one another, as we do here in church, that we believe, above all, the good news of forgiveness for every one of our sins, which Jesus earned for us. Think of it, of all of the great and spectacular events all the great achievements which occur among human beings here on earth, this repentance is what ignites special joy among the holy angels in heaven. Dear friends, may we also participate in that joy. We are the lost sheep who've been rescued by the good shepherd. We are that precious coin the woman found. God grant that this joy described here continues as we repent of our sins and grasp by faith our full salvation won by Jesus and offered to us in his gospel. Amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forevermore. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen.